Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Matt. I'm Ashley. And we're back to talk about uh, a new movie that is available for streaming, and it's called Dating Amber. So Dating Amber is um, set in a small town in Ireland. Um, I believe it's the mid-90s. And it centers on a character, a teenager uh, named Eddie, who is struggling with his sexuality, we'll say. And uh, he's teased a lot at school. Um, His father has expectations of him. His father's like a military kind of hero, and it's expected that he's going to go into the military as well. Um, So the fact that he's gay or he's struggling with coming to terms with being gay, it's all very difficult for him. Um, There happens to be another student at his school named Amber, who is a lesbian, She's also teased all the time. Um, They decide to kind of date each other um, just to, um, you know, make everyone believe that they're in a true relationship and not gay and so that the teasing will stop. And so it's it's all about kind of their relationship and, yeah, coming coming to terms with their sexuality and their futures. what did you think? What did you think about it? So I really liked this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's interesting. I mean, I I don't know how this will play to to everyone, right? But you know, you and I are two gay men, <laughs> so we've had experience. You know, particularly we we were these are high school kids. You know, mm-hmm. and they, in fact, they graduate um, high school in this movie, yeah. and or the equivalent of high school in, in Ireland, mm-hmm. and it's 1995 specifically. Uh, that set in and you and I graduated in 94 yeah so yeah I mean obviously Ireland's different than the United States but generally speaking that same era you know um, it's it's different now right now than it was then Mm -hmm. Um, hopefully for the better but this this movie it was it's this first of all this movie is is funny in many ways and it's purposely funny right Mm -hmm. it's trying to have a little bit of a funny edge to it it's also got some serious moments um, but it, it really, it, it was re, it was interesting cause I mean, it was making me kind of relive in my head and in my heart, like different kind of emotions that I had at the time mm-hmm. where yes, you are definitely attracted to people of the same sex and, and, and but you're also not happy with it. Mm-hmm. And I was, it was think I was thinking, you know, I mean, in, in, in our society, you know, heterosexuality is the norm and partly because, I mean, that's the whole propagation of species and everything mm-hmm. else like that. So, I mean, that's fine. Um, but what, what, where the problems have always come in at regarding, you know, homosexuality or any kind of sexuality that's not the norm is how sometimes people have developed a hostility to things that aren't the norm. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of plays into, you know, what, what straight young people like in this movie do like they, mm-hmm. they, they, say, they say you know the words dyke and faggot and taunt and tease um, and then the, that then internalizes self-hatred for anyone who is struggling with their sexuality and so you see that here and you know and I'm, I live that in my youth I'm, I don't know about you but you know it's <laughs> uh, yeah this, this movie kind of kind of brought that out a bit uh, the sort of kind of my, my memories of, of that kind of time. Um, yeah, about you. 
Yeah, I did. So I think what's a little unique, I feel like we've seen a lot of movies in the last few years kind of coming of age and coming out movies. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of them are set in more modern day where that's just a lot easier um, to do. It's much more accepted now. The fact that this one is set back in the mid-90s, you know, yeah, it connects maybe more with with my experience. Um, And and it just makes for kind of a more raw psychological drama. I feel like those movies, you know, that we've seen in more recent years, um, yeah, there's a, there's a struggle to come to terms with sexuality, but it doesn't go on for that long and everyone's very accepting and it's all kind of sugar-coated. Um, yeah, this isn't at all. I mean, he, he really struggles here and he does some, he does some things that aren't nice, um, to himself and to others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he the the actor and I can't remember his name. Yeah, he's. Uh, uh, I'm gonna probably get this wrong because it's an Irish name, and I sometimes don't. They sound different than what they look like. Uh, Fionn O'Shea is what it looks like. Okay, yeah. he's he's really good in this, and you're on his side the whole time, even when he's really struggling and he's doing some things that aren't great. Um, and I, I I thought he has wonderful chemistry with the actress who plays Amber. Lola Pettigrew. Lola yeah. Pettigrew. Excellent chemistry there. Um, it's, 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 it's interesting because it's kind of a romantic comedy. It has the beats of a romantic comedy, but it's a platonic relationship ultimately, which is a little unusual. Um, but I liked it. And I liked that it didn't... It focused on that relationship and um, it didn't kind of focus too much into, you know the relationships that they might go into in the future. Mm-hmm. It focused on them. Um, yeah. yeah, so I thought that was really original and great performances all around and, uh, yeah, very, very moving. Yeah, I do like... It's interesting you mentioned the romantic comedy beats because it, it certainly has that. Mm-hmm. Maybe without as much comedy, but... Right. Um, what I found fascinating about that is... And granted, this is a movie, right? So it it has certain elements to it that... Could be found in real life, but maybe also not. Uh, that being said, um, you know, homosexuality is an interesting thing um, because at least one of these two, like when they're pretending to be in a relationship so people will get off their back about mm-hmm. being gay, um, at least one of them does develop yes. some feelings, right? Um, and that doesn't necessarily negate their homosexuality, but, you know, it's. It, it, I think that people who are are let's say you know primarily straight probably i mean love others others who are of the same sex Mm -hmm. and maybe even have feelings that are not 100 percent platonic feelings but there's that whole thing about no they're not really attracted to you know the sexual equipment Mm -hmm. Um, and that kind of is what makes them heterosexual right Mm -hmm. Um, just like you can be in this, this, I was just reminded of it in this movie, you can be uh, gay or lesbian and be attracted maybe to someone of the opposite sex in a certain way, but it doesn't, but it doesn't necessarily negate, like I said, the fact that they're gay or lesbian. Yeah. Uh, and I liked how this movie kind of, it skims along that, you know, it doesn't get too deep into that, but it does skim along that, um. Something else I found fascinating about this movie being set in, you know, 25 years ago versus today is, you know, it's, it's interesting because 
this works better, I think, being set 25 years ago where, you know, well, at least um, the Amber character, she, I mean, she really has to um, drive home to Eddie that he is gay because, you know, he looks at other guys, he finds them attractive, he's not really into women, at least not before Amber. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just like, he's, like you said, he's having a hard, he's struggling with it, he's having a hard time. But, but yet, you know, he's not willing to, to come to terms with it on his own. Um, so Amber's having to sometimes like scream in his face, hey, mm-hmm. you're gay. <laughs> what I find curious is in the more, like you said earlier, we've watched stories similar to this that are set in modern day. And I'm, I'm curious about how still, how, how straightforward those stories are. Mm-hmm. Whether it be Love, Simon, or like the Love, Victor <laughs> story or whatever, it's these characters who are pretty much either gay or lesbian and coming to terms with that. And I, what, I find, what I find curious about that is, you know, and I'm a generation removed now from the young people today, is I keep hearing about how nowadays there's all this sexual fluidity and people are on the spectrum mm-hmm. and you don't have to necessarily identify as just this or that or whatever. But yet the pop culture, like the movies that are about this subject, it's still very much like this person's gay or this person's, uh, you know, lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, I see very little of the fluidity thing. Um, so I always am, I guess, a little taken aback by that when I, I do watch a modern day LGBT film. Yeah. I wasn't as concerned about that with this movie because, you know, again, speaking from my own experience, you know, back in the day, like, you know, 25 years ago, if you were struggling to come to terms with your sexuality, it was pretty much you were gay or straight. There was the bisexuals, mm-hmm. but they weren't as commonplace or didn't, you didn't hear about that as much. It's pretty much you're gay or you're straight. Um, so that's, I think, works better in the framework of this film. Yeah, you're right. And I, you're right that it is rare to see bisexuals really featured in these types of movies. And I don't know why that is. Maybe that'll, maybe that'll come sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and, it, and this one is interesting because I'm not sure... I'm not sure if he's perhaps bisexual mm. or because he's growing up at such a conservative town and such a conservative time. And it's interesting because, I mean, I feel like I grew up in a conservative area of the United States. Um, I did. Um, but here in this movie, even, it's he seems to be going, I think, to a Catholic school. Yeah. And... Um, it, it, it based on the some of the newspaper headlines we see and everything, divorce isn't even legal. There's like a a, a movement to get divorce legalized. Well, I had to read. I was not familiar with that at all. I had to do some reading after the movie. But uh-huh. yeah, there was a an amendment, I guess, to the Irish Constitution that that uh, was going on. In, in they voted on it in November of '95. Okay, in the same year this movie set. So yes, there was there, there were things about that planted throughout the film. Right. It actually ended up passing by fifty point two percent. Wow. Um, and that allowed there to be divorce in certain cases, certain certain criteria had to be met, mm. according to what I read. Wow. So. so, yeah, a very conservative environment. Yeah. And I just feel like he had all that pressure on him to conform to what he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, he's supposed to follow in his father's footsteps. He's supposed to be, you know, yeah. a straight, straight boy. And mm-hmm. um, so he's really struggling. 
and is trying to force himself, even though, you know, he enters into this relationship kind of, you know, as a ruse to get people off their backs. He's really trying to make something work because he's having so much trouble accepting his real identity. Mm-hmm. That's what I kind of gathered from it. Um, but yeah, I like the fact that it's complicated and there's nuance to it. And it's, it's not as simple as those other movies have, have portrayed. Yeah. It's more real. It felt more real to me. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with that. We should give credit to writer and director David Frame, who's, uh, I think does a really, turns into a really good script. Um, and Fiona Shea and Lola Pettigrew as, as Eddie and Amber mm-hmm. are, are awesome than this, as you said. Yes. Um, also, it's funny. So the guy, the actor who plays Eddie's dad was looking familiar to us. Mm-hmm. His name is uh, Barry Ward. And I had to look him up after the film. And I was like, oh, yes, of course, because we actually discussed a Barry Ward film uh, last month uh, in 31 Days of Halloween. It was another film from earlier this year called Extraordinary. Mm-hmm. She was great in that. Yeah. And then he, we had seen, you and I had seen him five years ago when we took a trip out to Maine. Uh, he was in a, so we, we ended up staying in Bar Harbor, <laughs> Maine for a few nights, which is a wonderful town. But in the middle of October, when it comes dark at like 3.30 in the <laughs> afternoon, um, there's not much to do in the evenings. <laughs> so you go to their little two-screen uh, cinema, and we, we saw <laughs> both movies there, <laughs> one each night. Uh, and this was, he was in a, one of those, uh, Jimmy's Hall, yes. which was a, a good movie. I don't remember... Too many details of it, but it was a. Yeah. I remember liking it. I remember liking it. Yeah, but Barry Ward, who's he's really good. Well, and I like that the movie fleshes out. The, there's kind of a subplot with um, Eddie's parents mm-hmm. and their marital troubles, and it's kind of you know coupled with the fact that divorce isn't legal. Um, it's kind of a, just an interesting kind of layer to everything that he's going through. And I also like on on the side of on Amber's relationship, she has a, a, a single mother, mm-hmm. and she lost her father a year ago. And 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 I don't know. The movie kind of hints at why he committed suicide. I have an idea, but um, that was another layer too that I thought added some emotional depth to the movie. And yeah, I, it was really good. Yeah, I, I like movies that at least about certain subjects. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, or in shades of gray, yeah. Because I think people are complicated, and um, if you can do something like a book or a film uh, that portrays that uh, and, and portrays it well, you know, then I think I'm usually a fan of that. Yeah. Um, so uh, I give this a nine. What do you give it? That's what I was thinking. Nine. All right. So it's a nine <laughs> from us. Uh, it is on the tomato meter. It has a um, critic score, a fresh score of 94%, and an audience score of 87%. So that is Dating Amber. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, it's just a, a brief 93 minutes. Yeah, it, it blows by. It's a yeah. really good one. All right, thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks.